Confidence Conversations with Idara, and my introduction for you, Liz Ramirez, is we had the pleasure of meeting through the LEAD Advanced Program, and I had the absolute honor of being matched with you in our The Mentor-Mentee Program, which, as I said to you, was such a mutually beneficial relationship. I was looking forward to hearing you tell your story, your progress, to inspire confidence in other people. At the time, it, I didn't know how quickly, but it did not surprise me that you would be making progress um, from your role as the Director of Philanthropic Operations at the nonprofit where you worked, um, which doesn't quite encapsulate everything that you did. It was your official title, but um, you did a lot in that role uh, to Chief Impact Officer, which you created. You manifested that role, created that role, and then now your recent transition into the role of CEO, also in the nonprofit sector. So congratulations again. Um, but I wanted to pause there and give you an opportunity to introduce yourself as well. Thank you, Adara. It's such an honor to be here and have this conversation with you. Uh, you know, when I was first uh, submitting my application for advanced, uh, they asked, you know, what are you looking for in a mentor? What conversations do you want to have? And it's so interesting because I literally put mm -hmm. confidence. I want to build confidence. And I was, I'm so glad I did because that's probably why we got matched up. Um, but it was, you know, it was a great experience. I've, um, you know, again, my name is Liz. I uh, was born in El Centro, uh, lived in Mexicali uh, for a few years and then came back to El Centro. So I was raised um, in the border. I have a huge Mexican family. Um, I am very proud of, of you know, my, my family and my my background. I'm a first-generation college student. I moved over here to San Diego when I was 18 and haven't left. I love San Diego. I will probably stay here forever, even though I know my family wants me back. <laughs> Uh, but um, I think it's been, it, I've had a wonderful, you know, career, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, relationships and connecting with folks. Um, you're one of them, and so um, I'm very happy to be here today. It's a pleasure to, to have you here, and you're absolutely right about relationships. In general, I tell people we're not meant to do this life alone, but to your point, um, the relationships that we have are also a big part of our career pathways. You know, there's you, but then also the people that you have around you. We have talked a lot about confidence, both from the perspective of relating to rebuilding confidence and then taking confident steps. How would you define confidence? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, confidence is about having the love, uh, the courage, most of all, um, and the pride to really, you know, believe in yourself and, and believe that you can achieve anything you put, you know, your mind, uh, your heart and your soul into. Um, but it is about, you know, having uh, that courage, right, to, um, to really uh, believe in yourself. I like 
everything you've said, I think I can make a rhyme out of one of them. Believe <laughs> you can achieve. I like yeah. that one. I'm going to put that one in our description here. Believe you can achieve. And the courage, courage has come up several times actually in the confidence conversations that I've been, I've been having. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was, uh, also sharing with the recent, um, person I had a conversation with that when it comes to confidence and courage, if it's easy for you, then it doesn't really take courage, even if it, if it took courage for someone else, but courage right. is necessary to push past certain barriers. And it, it takes a high degree of, of confidence also to push past barriers. Right. Can you share a time when confidence has helped you in your career? Yeah. I mean, I think confidence has played such a huge role in my career, uh, both in a good way and in a way that, you know, really helped me grow. Um, I can think of, you know, a former employee, uh, which I was employed there for eight years. Um, wonderful organization, great mission, great people that work for the organization. I'm still very much in contact and support with them. Um, within the eight years, I had five different roles uh, within the organization um, and I was very very lucky that early on I you know built a mentorship uh, relationship with uh, one of the executives of the organization and I remember I would go to him and say hey what's next what's next you know what's the next challenge and I really you know re I remember and you know in preparation to our to our talk I was thinking about me back then, you know, that was years ago, right? I was in in my twenties and um and in my early thirties, and and it was just it was just great to to reflect back and think of man, how confident was I there? I remember thinking, oh yeah, I can totally do that. I can totally take on that challenge. Yes, a new grant countywide, count me in, right? I'll I'll take it. Um, and I really, you know, I really had that confidence in myself that I could provide the best service for, for the community. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what allowed me to, you know, to take on those roles. I remember one time uh, he told me, Liz, you've only been in this role for six months. And I'm like, I know, but there's this other role, right? Um, and so so that was that was a great experience. Um, and in my last role there, um, I took on a completely different role um, outside. So my background is in um, counseling. So I have my master's in school counseling. I thought I was gonna be a counselor, you know, forever and, and direct service. But very quickly, I jumped into leadership, um, and and I love empowering teams. I love building teams, um, and one of the things that uh, the last position uh, I took on there at that organization was communications and philanthropy. And I was very new to the philanthropy world. Um, I, you know, I I I really coming from a Latino background, um, you know, we we don't ask for much. We don't ask, especially for money, right? Um, and so I knew that this was gonna be a huge challenge for me, but I was like, you know, I'm gonna learn a new skill set. I'm gonna give it a try. Um, and I did, and I really enjoyed it, um, but it did test my confidence um, because I was paired up with a supervisor uh, who really challenged, right, uh, really challenged me. And while now I am so thankful that I was under her leadership because I grew a lot, you know, as a leader, 
first of all, I learned so many new skills from her that I'm very, very thankful uh, for. But I also learned, um, you know, who I wanted to be as a leader and who I didn't want to be as a leader. Um, and it did take me a while to kind of recover and, and build that confidence in myself after that experience. But ultimately, it has led me to where I'm at today. And I am so grateful for that. I know this um, because we've talked about it before. And yet hearing it again is very powerful. You do learn and grow um, in the face of, of challenge. You know, it's they say that growth happens outside of your comfort zone. And yet ideally you would be spared the negative consequences because the how matters. It's not like you shy away from challenges. And I often bring this up in the context of imposter syndrome. Right. A lot of times the response that um, women have in the workplace is categorized in the, as imposter syndrome. And I tell people I didn't have imposter syndrome. Perhaps at some point I acquired it. Because what happens, uh, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, unwittingly, people sometimes cast their own doubts, limited views, limited perspectives, non-belief in your ability on you, whether it's in subtle ways or in not so subtle ways. And mm -hmm. that also chips away at your confidence. Not that you came in there not believing in yourself, but the circumstances around you, the environment chips away. But the outcome is similar to as if you hadn't come in with, with confidence. It takes its toll. And that's part of why I launched this work. That's part of why I do this work. Because if you can catch it early, you know, so imagine, you know, you way back when, and then you get that heads up in a manner of speaking, you know, be mindful. Sometimes it's not you. Pay attention to the environment around you so that you can recognize it and make the necessary moves and minimize how much rebuilding right you have to do you know because it's more of you look back and it's almost like you're a different person you were a different person and you're thinking oh how nice it was to be unencumbered with all these <laughs> thoughts you know you've learned you've grown you've picked up skills but it would have been nice to not go through it at all in the first right. place you know and so part of rebuilding as i see it it's not a straight trajectory where you just recover completely and continue, you, you still encounter those doubts and dips along the way. What do you do when you need a confidence boost or if you need a boost or a reminder? Right. I mean, so many things. I think it is a daily uh, thing for me, right, um, that, that I'm working on. And, and it's so many things that add up um, to it. Um, but one of the things that actually you uh, really emphasize uh, was about writing, right? Uh, writing your accomplishments. And I remember in our talks, uh, you know, I would go on and tell you about my days and uh, things I'm doing at work. And you would stop me and you would say, did you write that down? No, and 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 so and sometimes I would think things that are so yeah, but I do that all the time, right? It's so mundane to me. Uh, but you're like, this is what you accomplish. Like, take a moment to to write it down and, and acknowledge it, right? Um, so I think for me that's been uh, huge. Um, I think um, really connecting, and this is something that I've been tapping more into lately. Um, connecting it uh, back with my uh, inner child, um, and just seeing how much I've grown as a 
person um, and also my family, right? So where were we when um, I was five years old, six years old, 10 years old, 15, right? Um, and just seeing the progress and the growth, um, you know, in myself, in my family, in my community, um, and still the work that's ahead, right? Um, it is very energizing for me to say, you know, uh, keep going. Um, and, and community, I think uh, for me, that's the biggest thing is um, tapping into, you know, your community and, and your family. Um, that to me um, has been essential. Um, really when, you know, when you can't see that shine within yourself, building and connecting with community that's something that they're always able to do is say you know this is how bright you are right um and so to me that's the number one thing is connecting with people that know you that know your heart that love you um because i think it really takes community to uplift one one another um especially um you know women supporting women um is huge. I'm a huge advocate. Um, and, and I'm very, very lucky to belong to multiple circles. Um, you know, I'm uh, very heavily involved with Mana de San Diego, which I have a huge cohort of, of women that are, you know, rooting for me. Um, of course, we mentioned advanced and, um, and, and I'm very, very lucky to have a community of, of support that, you know, when I'm not feeling um, like myself or my very best version of myself, I can just, you know, give you a ring, Adara, and, and yes. you're wonderful. Yes, <laughs> really helping, um, you know, be a cheerleader. So. Absolutely, absolutely, anytime. And what you, everything that you said resonates so much, partially because it is also my story. And when I tell people the steps that I took when I found myself doubtful, so much of what you say in there resonates because it's the self-regard, knowing yourself, who are you, where did you come from, revisiting right. your past, tapping into all of it, all of what is you. And then right. where you go, that people are holding those positive reflections for you that will right. remind you of your shine, you know, how much of a star you are, being connected to community, you know, giving back in a number of different ways, and then keeping in mind what it is that you set out to accomplish also in partnership with community. It's, right. it's absolutely the, almost like it's almost formulaic and you want to stay in touch with those aspects because when you need it, it really does indeed serve as as a boost, you know, and right. a big support, whether it's brief or if you need the constant reminder. Right. And yet, ha even having gone through um, a number of different roles and a challenging time that made you have to rebuild your confidence, you have continued to succeed you have continued to tap into your own skills ability and into the relationships around you which shows you and people around you who will be inspired by your story that it is doable what recommendations or advice do you have for people who may not be feeling confident or who might have their confidence challenged right now right um well one i think really 
take take a pause, right? We were talking before we jumped on screen about how the pandemic has really changed a lot of us and has allowed us to, um, in some sense, sometimes really, you know, take a pause and reflect. Um, and I think that that is so important, right? To take the time to, um, to pay attention to yourself, to address things. I think it's very easy for us, you know, um, you know, especially as we're working through things and, and in the workplace to just go, go, go and brush things under the rug and I'll deal with it later, um, right? But um, I think it's very important to, um, to pause a little, um, to reflect, um, and um, to really listen to yourself, right? What what do, what do you what is it that you need, and what's going to make you feel better? Um, you know, I for me, it really is. Uh, you know having my journal, I have it next to me right here, right? Um, and, and writing things down. It is um, spending time with nature. Um, it is, uh, you know, being alone with myself. It is, you know, practicing yoga. Um, I I think those things that uplift me uh, when, when I'm feeling like I need a boost of energy or a boost of confidence, um, that's really what I tap into the most, right? And like we mentioned earlier, just connecting with folks and, and building community, right? I think one of the things that I have learned a lot is from other women, right? And it's connecting, hey, Dara, I'm going through this. Have you been through something and how did you manage, right? Or how did you, and just learning from other folks as to what has helped them and, and trying new things, right? Um, because it's different for, for everyone. Uh, but I think it, the number one thing is to, to pay attention um, to yourself, to listen to, to yourself um, and, and make sure you you carve that time uh whether it's you know five ten minutes uh before um you start your day or five ten minutes as you get to bed um to really uh reflect um and and um you know spend quality time with yourself you've said a number of very important things in there i appreciate your recapping some of the tools that you've used but really emphasizing on on self, time with self, listen mm -hmm. to yourself. What often happens when people are experiencing those moments of, of um, self-doubt because their confidence has been chipped away is there might be a, a pause, not so much a restful pause as there might be um, a hesitation to believe in that intuition again right. because of a fear of the repercussions or fear that it may not turn out the way that they're necessarily thinking or hoping. And yet that's important because it's not, no two people are identical. You know, it's not the same for everyone. And what works for one person may not work for you. The time that you spend in reflection will help to point the direction. And I also write a lot. I have different books for different things. You know, it's more of, okay, if I'm thinking an idea of something that's business related, I'll write that down, you know, stories that um, warm my heart. You know, I want to capture a particularly memorable moment in a family vacation. I write that somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. An idea or a thought that I want to share, uh, re then capturing also accomplishments 
there is no substitute for recording it because you you just can't remember it at all, you know. And I, I love being in nature in nature too. You know, another thing that you mentioned earlier, not so much highlighting it, was sort of that first phase that you referenced where you went through uh, five different roles mm -hmm. in the span of about eight years. You know, you made those moves. And then recently in the last, you know, couple of years that I've known you, um, you've also made pretty significant moves and right. also three roles um, now with um, your your recent um, transition to the role of CEO. I don't know if you got this impression, but you may, may remember historically, and maybe people hold on to this, the idea of staying in a job for a long time. You know, it used to be tied to loyalty, it used to be tied to not appearing to be unreliable. And time and time again, that has been disproven. That is not necessarily the case, but it's a hard thing to shake. It does not seem that you had any sort of hang up about moving on to another role. What would you say is the frame of mind that guided you to continue and continues to guide you because it's evident today right. in moving on to the next role and not being hung up on the time frame, including when someone who is in a reporting or mentorship role says, it's only been six months. What would you call that? mind frame that keeps you moving on to the next thing uh, for me really it i i've always been inspired to help my community right and that to me is my inspiration um and that really i think is what has encouraged me to to get to where I'm at today. Um, I, I do want to talk a little bit about how I created, you know, this this new the new role um, that I had with um, the organization. But how it came about was that I was seeing gaps in the organization um, that were aligned with some of my strengths, right? And and it was a conversation with my uh, you know, former CEO and, and she's like, Liz, what is it that, you know, like you mentioned in my current, in my role at the time, she's like, you're already doing so much more than what your role as, you know, um, director of philanthropic operations is, but where do you see yourself? And then, so I, I had this conversation and, it, and, and it was actually, these are some of the areas of growth that I see, you know, with our organization. And these are the skill sets and, and what I think I can bring to the table and how I think I can help. And she said, okay, we'll put some bullet points together and come up with a job description. And I said, actually, here it is. <laughs> I've been on my mind. I've been, <laughs> right? Um, and, but I think it is about, uh, you know, having that courage, right? To have those mm -hmm. conversations. Yes. And here I am going to the CEO and saying, hey, these are the areas of growth for us. Um, but, um, but I had that trusting relationship with her where I was able to, you know, yes. bring these things up. And so I think in, in every role and with my previous supervisor too, um, you know, roles would come up and, and, or he would come and say, Hey, what do you think about this? And I'm like, well, I think I can help with X, Y, Z. Right. Um, so it is a lot about having that confidence, you know, in, in yourself and, and it doesn't always come easy. Right. Um, 
I, I actually haven't shared publicly uh, with too many people of the, the new role that I'm, I'm taking on, but I'm excited to do it here. Um, but for this role, um, I had multiple people reach out to me and say, hey, Liz, did you know that there's this opening? Have you considered applying? Um, and I remember the first person that reached out to me, I said, oh my gosh, I know you think so highly of me, but I'm not there yet, right? Um, and then I was a second person that reached out to me and a third person. And so I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Let's see what this is about, right? Let me engage in conversation and see how um, how it goes, right? Um, and of course, I was terrified at the beginning, uh, right? But I but I said, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna and what really when I was gauging, should I even apply? Um, it was about okay. Now I had not one person, but three people reach out. Um, and again, it, for me, it was that it was knowing. I think your mission and your why, I think, is what really drives, right? Um, and for me, my why, my mission is helping the community. So I went back and and the reason why I decided to go through um, was really because I knew I wanted to make an impact in the community. And I knew I uh, want that as a leader, I'm someone um, that treats people with humanity and respect. Um, and I like to encourage people and uplift, you know, not only our community, but it starts with our staff, right? Um, and so I said, you know, I, I would be a great candidate, you know, to for that. Um, and, and, and that's what really drove me to take that leap and it was scary and it's still scary because I, I don't, haven't started yet, right? Um, I start next week and I'm so excited. Um, but I, I think really that's, um, that's what, that's what drives me, right? So I think it is about connecting with yourself and, and, and finding out what is your why, what, what moves you, right? Um, and then things come so much more easier, you know, um, decisions are a lot more clear um, when you know your purpose. That's awesome. Congratulations again, you know, because looking from the outside in, it could be Oh, yes, you're moving along these roles, but I've heard you say a number of important things. There's your why, your own personal connection to the work being done. And because it's aligned with what you want to do, that's part of your fuel. The other right. thing is you've been paying attention to the gaps and the opportunities. You see where there's an opportunity to fill the gap. And again, where there's alignment between what you do, what you're able to do, and what the community needs where where there's something that needs to be filled then you make yourself available to fill that gap you right. come prepared for the conversation into a conversation with someone who is willing to have that conversation and is receptive and right. as a result of that and you've done that consistently throughout your career there are others that see it as well they reach out to you you again do that check make sure that there's alignment and when you see that there is alignment, that becomes your motivation. You don't shy away from the opportunity, not because of you don't focus on the intimidating components, but more of weighing the facts and right. then you, you move to action. But what I loved and what I've seen time and time again, and I, I talk about this too, when it comes to confidence, the opportunity, just the, the always prepared component. Okay. Put something together and you're like, 
slide it across the desk. Well, here it is, you know? You know, you know your stuff and you're ready to have the conversation. It's always been impressive time and time again. You come prepared to the conversation. And there's definitely something to be said for that. You know, as people are, I, I, I know that your story will continue to inspire others. And I've always appreciated that you, you give back to the community. You're conscious of the community. You are aware. And I'm hoping that there are other platforms because it will be very inspirational for people to hear time and time again, different women, girls of all ages, to hear and see what you have done because they will be encouraged to apply themselves in a way that resonates with them as well and to not back down from, from other opportunities. Right, right. I always end with this question. You are transitioning into your next role, but since you have your North Star in your mind as well, I'll ask nonetheless, what's your next bold move? Yeah, I mean, well, my bold move has been, right, jumping in for this role. Um, it was five months of interviews uh, that uh, I really had to be very bold to, to go through. Um, like I mentioned, I start um, next Monday, March 7th. Um, I'm very, very excited and very proud, um, you know, to be the next CEO of Chicano Federation. And, and so for me, that is a huge, uh, bold move um, that I'm very, very excited to, to take on. Yes, that is a bold move. That is, and, and the evolution of it too. It was not a short, quick, or easy step, but you were definitely ready. Congratulations again. I'm looking forward to what this next phase is going to bring your way, um, connecting even more in the community and um, just continuing to be a part of your story. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being the shining light and example that that you are it has been and continues to be my pleasure to know you to be involved in your story and i also appreciate you taking the time despite the busyness of life to have this confidence conversation with me absolutely thank you idara for for asking me to be a part of this conversation. It's an honor um, to be a part of it. It's an honor to know you and to have you in my life. I appreciate you and thank you so much. Thank you so much, Liz.